Hi, everyone. This is Christina DiGiacomo, industrial philosopher and best-selling author of Wise Up at Work. And this week, we have a treat. We have Teresa Rose, who is, in my opinion, basically a walking exclamation point. She is an amplifier, an encourager, and a motivator, but she also has a lot of brains and strategic thinking to back it up. She's an incredible personality, and she's also hilarious. You're going to like this one. Enjoy. And this is Wise Up with Christina, where we find out what happens when leaders stop, think, and act wisely. I'm really excited for our guest today, Teresa Rose, because if I could describe Teresa, she is a walking exclamation mark. She is one of the most energetic, positive, forward-driving people I have ever met, and I cannot believe that she is here and she is going to share her experiences, her thoughts, and her wisdom, and we might have a few laughs. And thank you, Teresa, for being with us today. I'm so excited to have you. My pleasure, Christina. I have to just say, walking exclamation point, I am going to use that on my Tinder profile because <laughs> that sounds fantastic. Although I've got a little more curves than an exclamation point, I appreciate the sentiment. Thank you very, very much. <laughs> yes. Uh, so again, thank you so much for being here. And, and you know, you and I have worked together uh, and I know you through the C-Suite Network. And, and I was wondering if you wouldn't mind just telling people a little bit about that and a little bit more about what you do. Sure, absolutely. So I work uh, as the Vice President of Thought Leadership for the C-Suite Network, which is a uh, trusted network of business executives, and I am uh, privileged to lead the thought practice. So I lead uh, the Council of Peers, of which you are part, uh, of very, very talented, amazing, giving, supportive, collaborative, magical thought-leading professionals on how they can scale their businesses and make a bigger impact. And every day, is just, uh, it's so wonderful to hang out with and work with and partner with uh, in incredible people. I'm blessed. And, oh, well, th that's wonderful. And, you know, I, I love your work and, and how involved you are because I think it, it takes a real leader, thought leader to know a thought leader. And yes. I think that, you know, you're doing exceptional work in, in your podcasting work and also with, with the work that you're doing around mindfulness and all the other things to do, you do. I mean, you're like a, you're kind of like a Swiss army knife of morale boosting. <laughs> you need to be my wing woman, woman. You need to go with me on the road. You're fantastic. I can absolutely. I love it. Teresa Rose. Yes, yes, it's yes. A mark. So heck yeah. Yeah, you're so savvy though. That's the that's the other thing that I feel is really important for people to understand because you know the the sort of the the energy and the 
you know, the support that you give is also backed up by this kind of tough love, savvy business person. And it's just this incredible one-two punch that I personally benefit from because you are legit lady. Thank so, you. Well, you know, I do. I, I, I light people up uh, and I also want to ensure that they're being as strategic as possible. So, uh, you know, I'm all about making the biggest amount of impact with the least amount of effort uh, and, and really being able to uh, amplify our brilliance, you know, it, it, especially now. It's really, really important to get really clear on your brilliance and how you serve in the world and what you can do to help people. And so my goal is to be a, uh, a like an inspirational midwife. I want to be able to really tap into what others uh, uh, uniquely offer the world and, and like you do with your uh, Wise Up uh, programming and your, your presence as an industrial philosopher. I love to find out what that crystallized essence of someone's brilliance is and then be able to help them create a roadmap for how that can be amplified as, as powerfully as possible because that's really uh, uh, rewarding for me to see that be able to get out into the, into the world and have its true impact. So, you know, I'm really resonating with what you're saying because really what you're, what you're tapping into is the truth of who someone is mm -hmm. and helping them to draw, to draw that out so that they can be in service to others. And those are just so core and central to success. And the fact that, you know, you're the mid, I love that, the midwife, the midwife of that, but you know, you, you're able to help people connect to who they are, the purpose of what they do, and then go out and, and actually make that a reality. And and in a way that is helping people. So you're doing great work, lady. Thank you. Know, you thank you. You're welcome. You know, I, I had a conversation with someone uh, the other day where I was describing the Thought Council and our meetings and how, you know, our, our family, really, our Thought Council family. And I said, uh, so if you're thinking that we're all going to just get together and sing Kumbaya, you, you're mightily mistaken. Although I am the most enthusiastic person you'll ever meet, it's also about not just having that enthusiasm and that energy and it's about focusing and harnessing and concentrating, crystallizing and amplifying that for a result. So uh, that's what I really try to do it and show up in my life in every way, right? Is to not only have the magic and have the energy and the, the zhuzh, uh, but also to have the, the real life practical elements of how can you actually get there and, and make the best, best possible impact. So I'm a, I'm a cheerleader, but also a nerd. I love that. <laughs> you just said nerd. I am. I heart, I'm a big time nerd. I think my heart just skipped to be a little bit <laughs> like in the most friendly and, and awesome way. Look, lady, you've got bravado and brains. And I just think that's fantastic. So let's dig in a little bit um, sure. about what's going on in your mind and some of the things that you're, you're kind of thinking about now. Uh, you know, I usually ask this question, uh, you know, what is this moment teaching you now? It's just a way for you to just share your thoughts on on your current situation or the state of the world. Just just opening things up for you. 
Yeah. So my subject matter expertise uh, as a thought leader myself is mindful performance, which is an amalgamation of how-to mindfulness and business management best practices. Everybody knows they need mindfulness. They just don't know how. And I have established a career around the practical how. And and what I'm finding is I have uh, very real, colorful, frequent opportunities to live my own content. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's, it's one thing to say that you're a subject matter expert on mindfulness and quite another to actually live it. Uh, and, uh, and the world has, um, and, and all of the changes and, uh, and nuances that we're experiencing uh, has allowed me to have a deeper practice with what I already know. Uh, and, and what I have, uh, what I've really gotten, uh, you know, um, grounded in and anchored in are a couple of things. Number one is presence. Uh, I find for myself that not only professionally, but personally, because of the challenges that we're all facing, presence is an absolutely critical aspect of my own personal uh, health, wellness, uh, vitality, abundance, uh, is to be fully, fully present uh, with everything, with what is. In fact, I'm not calling the pandemic uh, the pandemic. I'm not calling it COVID. I'm not doing any of those things. I reference it as the great what is. Because that's what it is for me is a is an opportunity for me to have a very very deep relationship with what is, not what I'm afraid of or not what I used to have, but what is right now. And that's the the first layer of my own you know what am I learning now uh, experience. And then when I come from this place of what is, uh, whether it's, you know, that that I'm not able to go out and do my stand-up comedy uh, in the clubs or that I'm not able to go have happy hour with, you know, with with various uh, uh, acquaintances uh, or whatever, right, very handsome 28-year-old acquaintances, if you know what I mean. Uh, But if I don't have these opportunities anymore, what, you know, what what do I, I, I get to do? And I realize it's really about just not trying to compare it to what it was before. Uh, it helps. Uh, and in professionally listening to people, being with them. And that really leads me to that second area that I've been focusing on and just rallying all of my energy around. And that's connection. Connection. It's what, in my view, the prism through which I look at the world, it is everything. It is what everybody is seeking. Connection, connection with each other, connection with their their power, connection with nature, connection with, uh, you know, uh, our country. There's so many things that people want to feel seen, heard, acknowledged, appreciated. And, um, and so if we can operate from the place of realizing we're not, we're, it's not about us as individuals. It's about us as a collective. And that's why I'm so passionate and so galvanized about being in the C-suite network is because that's what we're all about, really. You know, and I'm like the world's worst networker for real. Like, ugh, I am a wall hugging, do a quick. I believe it. I am. Oh, for real, girl, for real. I will do a quick perimeter sweep with, you know, the drink in my hand. And if I can't immediately get into a conversation with somebody, I'm out. Peace out. Uh, The ocular assessment. 
Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, and I and you know the C Suite Network, as originally as a member and now as an executive member of the team, is just you know it's about really connecting with people wherever they're at you know, wherever they're at. And, uh, and there's something really beautiful about that, especially now as we are in an, in an, in an opportunity to deepen that skill, uh, in a way that isn't just about physical, right? Because we don't have that physical connection right now. It's about really diving into the connection from our hearts, from our minds, from our souls, from our spirits. Uh, and and that's a really strong true north for me, uh, and uh, and then amplification. You know, I am I am a natural born cheerleader. That is who I am. People, I was a motivational, am a motivational speaker, have been for a dozen years, and you know, I I'm one of those kids where I had the microphone in my hand, hairbrush, right, laid out all of my stuffed animals, and I was gonna do a show. So, you know, I am this person, this is not a facade. And so what I really have been rallying around as well in this really challenging time is amplification. So when we're present with each other, we're present with ourselves and what is, and we get connected with each other and lock arms with each other and support each other, then we can do this amplification. It's the whole is greater than the sum of its parts in practice. And and that's really one of my key uh, values that that I'm living by right now and always. Uh, I think I just got wiser in like the past like 10 minutes. (laughs) Oh, bless your heart. <laughs> so uh, whoever's hearing this or seeing this right now, I'm, you know, absolutely feel so much wiser after hearing that. But I, I want to kind of trace back and, and, and really amplify some of the points that you were making because they're just so rich. So I don't want anyone to, to miss these ideas. So the whole idea of being present and what is right? So for, for a lot of us, you know, we spend our time or our lives or our our minds uh, in this kind of either judgment or resistance to what is happening around us or what we think is happening around us. Mm -hmm. And that's the cause of a lot of frustration and agitation. And, you know, what you're saying, which I think is so elegant is that, when you strip away all of that judgment and all of that resistance and you're just here and not thinking that the situation is either good or bad, it just is. Yep. Yep. You know, it, it brings a, a, I know I've had this experience. It brings a kind of a sense of calm, but also an openness, right? Either an openness to new ideas or an openness to things that may come up that need to be addressed. So I love this, this notion and, and this, this idea that you're really kind of pushing forward, which is looking at this whole thing as what is and being present. Yes. And, and then to kind of track that idea through to, you know, what you're saying about, amplification and connection. So, you know, you're tapping into something that and and articulating it in such a clear way around the fact that we all need connection. And, you know, we do because that's who we are, right? Mm -hmm. Our natural state is to be connected to one another. And I think you're, you're speaking to that idea because you're noticing that people are really seeking it Mm -hmm. and really appreciate it when they have 
a connection and the experience that you're having also with Thought Council and the experience I'm having with Thought Council as well um, is that we genuinely want to be connected. And so to the extent that we can continue to nurture that and amplify that um, and through in the work that you're doing and and spreading that message and helping people get to that place, I think is so worthy. Thank so you. worthy. So thank, thank you, you for that. You're doing great yeah. work. You know, I think it's really important uh, uh, about words. I'm a wordsmith. I, I bathe in words. I love it. Love it. Love it. As a writer, as a, uh, as a performer, um, I, I think words are, are a currency and we get to decide how we're spending them and, and, and what value we're putting on them. And for me, one of the strongest tools we can use in our toolbox to stay in this mindset of openness, receptivity, power, strength, connectedness, amplification is to be very diligent about the words in which we use. Uh, And so, for example, oh my gosh, everything is so hard. My life is so hard. And, you know, I've got all these things going on. And we all have our list of things that make life tough right? Nobody wins the award for worst life. Everybody has a tough go at it if you look at it a certain way. And so what I'm challenging myself to do is to whenever I see or hear or feel uh, uh, the flavor of a word uh, have a negative or limiting connotation to it, uh, like this is so hard, this is so rough, I hate, you know, all those kinds of things, I try to make it at least neutral, it is intense. This is an intense time. And it's also ripe for transformation because the chrysalis is not a fun place to be. You know, it's an ooey gooey gross mess, I'm guessing. Uh, so that's kind of where we're at. And so looking at it and putting words around what we, how we walk in this world, what are those words? What are the, 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 the vibrational frequency of those words? And choosing wisely, because as soon as we choose those words to put out to the world, whether it's even us just walking around in our living rooms, talking about what our day is going to be to ourselves, what words are we using to imprint that energy? Because that is what then will enable you to have that power to be more present, to have those connections, to be more amplified and be, be let's be honest, it's more attractive right? It's more attractive for our businesses, for, for the people in our lives when we are vibrating at that different frequency than, you know, than woe is me. You know, Teresa, when you're talking about words, you are speaking my language, actually. Uh, so, you know, I, I also look at it as the language that we use in our minds, right? Shape mm-hmm. the thoughts that we have and the thoughts that we have shape the perception we have of reality. And so to your point, excellent point, you know, when we're having that inner monologue of this is so hard, then mm-hmm. everything is going to seem hard. If, yeah. you know, if, if you're having that, or if you're having that inner monologue of like, everything is, is okay, or it's temporary, or you know what, I'm doing okay, then things feel a little bit more okay. And that's because your words in your mind and the words that you say about yourself are absolutely shaping what, how you view yourself and how you view the world. And right. it really does color the, the lenses with which you, which with you, with which you operate in, in the world. So that's such an excellent point. Thank you. For, yeah. 
Thank you for raising that. And it's not just about how we feel. Right. So if I'm embodying and, and I, I really, uh, you know, supercharged this notion when I started doing stand up comedy, because it's it it is a brave, brave thing to do to especially as a woman of a certain age to uh, to go on a stage in a room full of strangers and, and you know, make them laugh immediately. And uh, and the judgment that comes from from that, just the physical, you know, ju- being judged uh, and and to look at it and say, um you know I, I it's not just about how i am feeling myself so i want to be the most confident assured uh, uh, energizing uh inspirational uh you know potent force of good uh in the world that i can possibly be and i want to have that it, just permeate my whole field. I want every, my words to do that. I want my face to do that. I want my smile to do that. My eyes to do that. My voice to do that in every part of me. Because when I do that, not only do I feel better, uh, right? And, and life is easier. Uh, and people feel that energy. And so they want to be around that energy. And that helps from a bit from a business standpoint. So when people are thinking, well, you know, it doesn't matter to me what you know, who cares? What does it matter to you if I'm a negative Nelly or, you know, or having, you know, a bad attitude? Well, it's not just you. It's who wants to be in your field, who wants to actually be attracted to you to work with, uh, and to, to partner with. So it's it's it has long implications, long-standing implications about how you show up and how things show up for you. In in you know, it's a reciprocal relationship about energy. Actually, and and also it's a it's a ripple effect, right? So it's that whole idea of what you're putting out there pays forward, positive yes. or negative. So right. it's like who do you want to be in this world? Do you want to be the person who you pass? along something negative, right? And then it impacts someone else and then they sort of pay it forward and then they pay it forward. And, and so, I mean, I'm looking, I'm thinking about it from also, you know, a, a different perspective, but I think we're saying the exact same thing. And first comedy you are so brave. Okay? <laughs> uh, I have such respect for comedians. I have, I, I have loved comedy all my life ever since I was a little girl and I was sneaking episodes of Comedy Central when Comedy Central was first on the air and all they had were these like dive bar oh, yes. comedy shows with these, the, the, it, the production quality was terrible. It was just stand up like yep. 24 seven. Just stand up? Yeah, it was just stand up. Wait. There's no just stand-up. It's stand-up. Oh, sorry. Well, <laughs> they didn't have any other programming. So right, 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 right. Only these stand-up, you know, these stand-up uh, shows, yep. of all these uh, comedians, and most of them were relatively unknown, but I'm sure if we went back to the archives, like, they would all be famous now, yeah, yeah. or some of them would be. Yeah. So I have such a healthy respect for com- comedians because comedians – they have, a, it's a very, you know, and you kind of touched on this, but talk about being smart with your words, being super present yeah, and not thinking about what you're going to get out of it 
or not thinking about yourself, but thinking about the impact that you have for your audience and wanting to make them laugh. And that's your service. Yes. Yes. It's amazing. And, you know, I started it. I, I've always been accidentally funny, uh, but I'd never been really intentionally funny. Even as a keynote speaker for 10 years, I would, I would, I would say funny things on stage and I would go, boy, that was hilarious. I should say that again. And then I never would because I didn't write it down. And so I decided a couple of years ago, I wanted to be intentionally funny. I wanted more laughs per minute than any of my competition because more funny, more money. And so I took it on as a, you know, just a, a strategy, frankly, to increase my fee and increase my bookings. And I realized, wow, I love this so much and how creative it is for me. But it's all, so it also made me a much better speaker, much better person because uh, you, you, to do it well, A, you have to have the presence and the command and the confidence to own that stage. Whether you're getting paid in beer or in money, you still need to be able to own that stage because they can, the audience can smell weakness <laughs> and, uh, and uh, among the tequila. And they, 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 there's a relationship that changes then. So, but if you walk on there and you, you have swagger and you, you know, you own it, the way that you own the stage on stage in a comedy club or on a keynote stage or in a zoom is to absolutely be fully present with the experience and to to feel everybody in the room and to just be be okay with the gaps that occur in it right like for you one of the things that i love so much prior to this podcast christina when we started is you invited us to have a moment of silence before we started which i loved because that silence afforded us both the opportunity to sync up our energy and to calm down and to be fully present in the experience, be open, be ready, right? And be, be uh, uh, juiced up to, mm -hmm. to get started. And that's the same kind of thing in, in stand-up and in performing in any capacity is be comfortable with that presence, even if that presence is silence. Here's a funny example. So, you know, I've done um, lots and lots of three minutes and five minute sets, uh, you know, on open mics that I've done all over the country when I've been traveling, uh, you know, for, for my job as a keynoter. I would do a, a, a stand up uh, before the, 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 the corporate job the next day. And, uh, and I would time in my bedroom, you know, my set. And it would be, you know, three, three and a half minutes, not too bad for, you know, for a three minute uh, window. And then I get the video back. I've been on seven minutes. And I'm like, how did that happen? Well, I watched the video. Of course, I'm a milkman. I'm milking those bits to within an inch of their lives. And part of it is just the space that I've created to allow them to laugh. And then they laugh longer and they laugh longer and they laugh longer. And then all of a sudden there's these huge gaps of just laughter. And that's, I think, a real tool of, of presence, right, is to allow the space for magic to come in. That's, that's a sweet, sweet place for us to be able to be and play with, I think. I love it. I, and, and I think that's actually a really sweet, sweet place for us to kind of close on this really inspiring conversation. I mean, look what happened. How many amazing themes did we touch on 
it's just absolutely incredible. And, you know, but I do want to, is there anything else, you know, that you're discovering about yourself or about the world? Just want to give you an opportunity to just, you know, say, say anything else that might be on your mind or that you're experiencing right now before we wrap. I would say that my, what I'm learning about myself is that it really matters who you hang out with and what you take in. And what I encourage myself to do and what I'm encouraging my loved ones and my colleagues to do is pay attention to what you're taking in and who you're taking it in with. So the messaging that you're receiving, whether it's media, social media, music, art, what you're reading, uh, who are you hanging out with? Look around at what your surroundings are because they are a direct reflection of how you're showing up. And so for me, I'm really proud of, of, of the choices that I'm making about who I'm hanging out with professionally and personally. And, uh, and it's really been a helpful uh, um, tool for me to navigate this challenging time is, is, you know, I got no time for anybody who's going to bring me down. Right? No way, Jose. I want goodness. And so, and power and confidence and love. And those are the things that I'm attracting and those are the people in my life. And that's how my life is now showing up. And I hope that's the same for your listeners. Well, exclamation marks deserve the best. (laughs) And I just want to say, talk about taking in good stuff. You started a comedy series on Facebook. So why don't you tell everyone how they can find you and check out your comedy? Thank you so much. So I'm getting the cosmic noogie, the gentle nudge from the universe to do more comedy. So I am starting right now slowly. I'll call it my test pancake show uh, because I can't make any promises on how it's going to turn out. But I'm going to be it on Teresa Rose Presents on Facebook Live on uh, this Friday, the 1st of May at 7 p.m. Central. I don't know how long I'll do it, but if you become a fan of mine on Teresa Rose Presents, look for some of my uh, comedy shows shows that I'll be doing on the regular, making people laugh and smile every way I can. Wonderful. And you're so good at it. Thank you, my dear. So thank you so much, Teresa. And thank you to everyone who's listening and watching. And I really appreciate Teresa for helping us wise up. Thank you so much, Christina. Bye-bye. Take care. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.